Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Wednesday. It's May the 12th of 2021. Glad you guys are here with us this morning. Kelly's eyes look a little extra puffy. Oh. A little bit of tears last night because This Is Us was like this oh emotional roller coaster. Oh my goodness. It was so good. And if you're a This Is Us fan, I know that you're you're agreeing. It was just really good. And I know you, you're like, but you cry every time. But it's like a good kind of cry. Is it sad or happy cries? It's both. And it's just, it's basically just um, going through life and watching other people go through what a lot of us have been through. And it's just, I think it's seeing situations that they go through that you, that you relate to that you're just like, man, the writers are just really, really good. So it's your weekly good cry. Yes. And it hadn't been on for a few weeks, but last night was, was a big episode until I think they have the finale of the season. So it it was a good one. I mean, and it covers a lot, a lot of stuff. It's one of those shows that kind of looks appealing to me. Like if I see the trailers, like, ooh, that looks good. Or like the commercials and stuff like that. But then because I haven't started it, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Maybe I'm too late. Like there's just so much. If you've been through like anything with adoption, anything with um, divorces, anything with uh, issues with brothers and sisters or moms and dads, like it just kind of goes over everything that we all go through in life. And it just kind of you're like, man, that maybe that's why I went through that. Or, you know, just you just kind of relate to the show. It's kind of my life story. If you go back through <laughs> adoption problems, brothers and sisters, all these different things. Uh, so that happened last night. Kelly is uh, yeah. still feeling the effects of that this morning. Uh, I woke up and had another one of my breakfasts. I uh, think I smelled it this morning when you came in. Really? Mm-hmm. What do you think it is? Chicken. It's not chicken. I don't smell like chicken. Roast. It's not roast. No, I haven't had any roast lately. Spiral ham. Not spiral ham either. No, it was garbanzo beans and kale for breakfast with some lemon juice on top. <laughs> it's fast. You can get that down <laughs> easy. Yeah. So uh, today, May the 12th, is National Limerick Day. Which is like a poem. Some of those can be dirty. Kelly's been reading them off and on throughout the show this morning. She loves dirty limericks. Okay. She's the queen of a dirty limerick. No, no, no. It's also National Nutty Fudge Day, National Receptionist Day, National School Nurse Day. I do feel bad for my school nurse because I used to fake being sick all the time. You don't know. And if there's 600 kids in a school and there's you think that there's just one of you, there's mm-hmm. not. There's 200 kids within that 600 that will come to that school nurse every single day. I'm sick. <laughs> What's wrong? Uh, I just don't feel good. And they find out you have a test. Yeah. Or yeah. And you just say you have a stomach ache. They can't tell if you have a stomach ache or not. Oh, my stomach hurts. Like once you figure that out. Right. I'll never forget that there was a movie and it might have been Ferris Bueller's Day Off or it might have. I don't know what the movie was, but. The whole deal where you put the thermometer on the light bulb to get the temperature? It was fair. Oh, E.T. did it. Was it E.T.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, uh, it was Elliot, Elliot, right? yeah. So I remember seeing that, and then I didn't want to go to school one day, and I put <laughs> the stupid thermometer on a light bulb, and it shot my temperature to like 106. <laughs> you should have been dead. Yeah, my mom knew that was not true. So anyway, welcome to the show this morning. We'll do the K-Fine Breakfast Club later on, powered by Family Zine. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2004, and Keith Urban had the number one song in country music on this day. Take your records, take your freedom, take your memories, I don't need them. Take your space and take your reasons, but you'll think of me. Take your cat and leave my sweater Cause we have nothing left to 
weather. In fact, I feel a whole lot better. But you think of me, you think of me. Seventeen years ago, this was the number one song in country. I went out driving, trying to clear my head. I tried to sweep out all the rooms that my emotions left. Yes, I'm feeling just a little tired of this And all the baggage that seems to still exist It seems the only blessing I have left to my name Is not knowing what we could have been What we should have been It's Keith Urban So take your records, take your freedom Take your memories, I don't need them Take your space and take your reasons But you think of me And take your cat and leave my sweater Cause we have nothing left to weather In fact, I'll feel a whole lot better But you think of me Someday I'm gonna run across your mind But don't worry, I'll be fine I'm gonna be alright While you're sleeping with your pride Wishing I could hold you tight I'll be over you and on with my life Number one, oh four So take your records, take your freedom Take your memories, I don't need them Take your cat and leave my sweater Cause we have nothing left to weather In fact, I'll feel a whole lot better Would you think of me? So take your records, take your freedom Take your memories, I don't need them Take your space and all your reasons Would you think of me? And take your cat and leave my sweater Cause we got nothing left to weather I'll feel a whole lot better Would you think of me You think of me It's hard to believe that was 17 years ago And you think of me It's Keith Urban, You'll Think of Me It was number one on this day in 2004 Brandon Baxter in the morning All right, welcome to a Wednesday morning It's May the 12th And y'all, as always Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings, Gotcha Gossip. All right, Gotcha Gossip this morning on, well, Jennifer Lopez. We've been telling you, man, for the last uh, couple of weeks that this whole Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck deal was kind of getting going and the rumors were there. And Kelly told us they vacationed together in Montana and all these different things are happening, right? And some people are really excited and some people are not so excited. Uh, one of the people in the not so excited <laughs> side of that deal is Alex Rodriguez, who has dated J-Lo the last couple of years, right? And their families were close. So evidently, somebody was uh, seeing A-Rod out in public and said, hey, what do you think about the rumors? And Alex responded by saying, go Yankees, which you might be like, okay, what does that even have to do with it? 
But the story is, once you dig a little bit deeper, of course, A-Rod's a fan of the Yankees. Uh-huh. Ben Affleck hates the Yankees. Everyone knows he loves the Red Sox, right? Yeah, so he's a Boston guy. Ben Affleck even refused at one point to wear a Yankees hat in a movie. <laughs> he hates them so bad because they're rivals, right? They're right up there in the Northeast. So they believe, a lot of people are reading into it, thinking him saying go Yankees was a direct dig at Ben Affleck. So speaking of the situation with Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, there's nobody more important than Matt Damon because Ben and Matt have been best friends since before their fame was anything, yeah. right? So when they started, they wrote and starred in the movie Goodwill Hunting, and they which also starred Robin Williams. So they've been best friends forever. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really to I'm happy to tell you that Matt Damon has spoken, and Matt was asked about the rumors on yesterday's Today Show, and this is what he said, quote, there's not enough liquor in the world for you to get me to say something about that. <laughs> but then he ended up saying, he kind of gave his honest take, and he said, quote, I love them both. I hope it's true. That would be awesome. I'm going to say if it's his best friend, he knows what's up. He knows. But uh, it was he was he the way he handled it was yeah. really funny. No, and that's cute of him. Yeah. And the idea that he likes the idea, too. Mm-hmm. He knows what we know. Right. They shouldn't have split up back in 2004 or whenever it was. All right, got your gossip this morning on Olivia Rodrigo. So when you're gonna tell her that we did that too, she thinks it's So this girl is red hot with young people right now. Olivia Rodrigo's made no secret about the fact that her hero in music and the person who inspires her is Taylor Swift. And Olivia had the chance to get her photo taken with Taylor Swift uh, last night because there were the Brit Awards and Taylor was there. And it's a really cute photo of Taylor and Olivia kind of hanging out together. So she had the chance to meet her hero, her idol last night. And Olivia was on stage at the Brit Awards. She performed her hit Driver's License. And this is what it sounds like when she's live on stage. I know we weren't perfect, but I've never felt this way. just can't imagine how you could be so okay now that I'm gone. I guess you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me. Cause you said forever, now I drive along past your street. Wow, she did good, too. So Olivia Rodrigo met Taylor Swift at the Brit Awards last night. And speaking of Taylor Swift, she gave a really good speech last night at the Brit Awards where she was accepting the Global Icon Award. And for young people who look up to her, it was probably really inspiring. Here is Taylor Swift last night at the Brit Awards. I need you to hear me when I say that there is no career path that comes free of negativity. If you're being met with resistance, that probably means that you're doing something new. If you're experiencing turbulence or pressure, that probably means you're rising. And there might be times when you put your whole heart and soul into something and it is met with cynicism or skepticism. You cannot let that crush you. You have to let it fuel you because we live in a world where anyone has the right to say anything that they want about you at any time. But just please remember that you have the right to prove them wrong. Boom. Great advice from Taylor Swift last night at the Brit Awards. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so summer last year was kind of all over the place. Some people went places. A lot of people stayed home last summer because of the pandemic, and nobody really knew what we were supposed to do. 
So summer of 2021, as people are trying to get back out and live somewhat of a normal life, a lot of people want to do something they've never done for summer. So some of the things, uh, and tell me if you have any interest in this stuff, okay? okay? Uh, the top thing that people want to do that's different from what they've been that they've ever done in the past, like a summer bucket list, is to go camping. That is not at the top of my list. Me either. Unless there is some type of RV or thing where I can have an actual, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, so Leslie's dad has uh, an RV, I don't know what you call it, camper or something like that. And it's cool. Like, it's he's got all the bells and whistles in there and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And he goes out and he camps for weeks at a time. Like, he loves it. Mm-hmm. He loves being able to wake up and just walk outside and you're out by water or, you know, out in the trees or whatever like that. I don't know if it's for me either. Yeah. Like, there's no way I'm going out there and pitching a tent and, you know, sleeping out there where bears can get me and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't happening. I ain't doing that. Bears. Some, or snakes. Or yeah, no, I get it. Wolverines or. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mongooses. <laughs> Mongooses. Is that a bike? You said Wolverine. So I thought I'd try to say something. Oh, what is, what is a Wolverine? Uh, it's It kind of looks like uh, a beaver with sharp teeth. Oh, watch but, out. But smaller. So it's a real animal, a yeah. wolverine. Watch out for a... Where do you get wolverines? Uh, where can I get a wolverine? You'll have to ask uh, Hugh Jackman. I don't know. All right, so I'll do that. Uh, let's see here. Water skiing is something else people want to do on like a summer bucket list. Yeah, I like to water ski. Have you done that before? Yeah, I used to ski all the time. <laughs> I, I grew up 100% when I was like uh, between the ages of 8 and like 13, we had uh, an old rickety boat that my dad we taught us to ski on. All right. I've never done that. I'm kind of scared of that because I'm kind of scared if I hit the water, I ain't coming out. Okay. There's so many things I'm scared of. You know you of. do wear life jackets, though. Yeah, but I'm still scared of it. Mm-hmm. I jumped into the lake last year in hot springs, and I was afraid I wasn't going to come up. I've always hated going underwater too far. Yeah, I don't like it either. Because then I feel like I have to struggle to get back up faster. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just awful. It's like I hit electricity, and I jump back up real fast. Uh, let's see here. Surfing is something else. People want to go hiking. And I see people do that all the time. Like they're going uh, up to, you know, the the mountains and they're hiking and stuff like that. That doesn't look fun to me. I do like, I, we do like hiking. We just don't go a lot. Doesn't look fun to me. Skydiving is on the list. Yeah. That ain't looking fun either. You know what I want to do for summer? I want to stay home. <laughs> you don't want to do any of that. I want to go anywhere. Fishing makes the list. I like fishing. Like that's fun. Do you have to have someone else bait your hook? Uh, normally I do. That's okay. But as long as there's some cold uh, beverages, yeah, I'm cool yeah. with it. Uh, some people love to sunbathe, which I'm good with that. Yeah. Most women say that, and I would go with that, too. <laughs> and some people want to go to a national park or a monument. Who wants to go to a monument? Jeez. Nobody ever said I want to go to a monument. <laughs> What'd you do this summer? I went to a monument. What did you do? I went to the Grand Canyon and stood there and looked at rocks. Yeah. I did fly over that, and it was kind of neat to see. Mm-hmm. Have you been to that? No. Did you ever see the Brady Bunch when they went there? That's when I wanted to start going. There and Hawaii. Mm -hmm. All because of the Brady Bunch. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Like reading stuff that makes me laugh. You know, like funny things Mm -hmm. and how awkward is my life? And is it awkward for other people? I was reading about like some of the worst things that happen on first dates or early in the dating relationship. The most embarrassing things. Uh, And here are some things that are really funny. They talk about awkward silence. Like when you don't know what to say. And then you realize you don't know what to say and they don't know what to say. And then it's even more awkward because you're like, oh, this isn't working. Yeah. That's a bad sign. Mm-hmm. Awkward silence. 
Maybe you're in a dating situation. <laughs> this is bad, too. And you forget the person's name. Oh, no. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. You should commit that to memory before you go on a date. <laughs> what if you, and I just saw this on The Office the other night, if you go in for a hug or a kiss at the wrong time. <laughs> and they're like, and like, they, they kind of look away like oh. it was when Michael was outside after the, the deal, uh, the Diwali or whatever. And he was going to kiss Pam. Yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? Nothing, nothing. Uh, they say if you spill your drink on yourself or, or spill food, that's embarrassing. If you're on a date and you bump into an ex. Oh, that's always fun. That is not <laughs> a good one. That is not a good one. Uh, if you call the date the wrong name, that's embarrassing. If you tell a joke that isn't funny, <laughs> that probably hurt my feelings the most. Well, that's when you know the relationship's yeah, I'm like, over. Oh, uh, they don't think I'm funny. Yeah, so if you don't think I'm funny, you're done. See ya. Get on out. Or uh, and Kelly told me this is one no. of the experiences that she had previously in her life. If you pass gas by accident <laughs> on the first date, and then you know, if they stay with you after that, you've got a good one. That's right. Dating Kelly's the bomb. No. <laughs> No. The gas Brandon. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So last month, Kenfora Bakery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin was robbed. A guy broke in and stole cash and equipment from them. And the surveillance cameras got a few decent shots of the guy, but he couldn't be identified. So last week, the people at the bakery decided to spread the picture around by doing what they do best. They put his picture onto sugar cookies, and then they gave the cookies out for free. No. Like a wanted poster. Yeah, that's awesome. So it worked. They posted it on their Facebook page, and he was identified, and now the police know who he is, and they're trying to track him down. Oh, wow. That's crazy. But speaking of going into a bakery, Matthew McConaughey walks into a bakery, and he says... Can I get three loaves of bread, please? And the baker says, what type do you want, sir? And Matthew says, all right, all right, all right. Oh, oh, gosh, that is it was a, pretty bad. That is a bad one. <laughs> There's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It is Wednesday, May the 12th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to our friend, Hatton Weeks, who celebrates today. Friend of KIT. Happy birthday. He's gone like to the top at KIT. He's like the main guy. Did you know that I will be hosting the news one day? I did not know that. Yes, I will. I don't think you call it hosting the news, OD. You, sure. Yeah, you I'm don't sure. host the news. It's a news thing, I'm sure. You anchor the news. Yes. I will be the anchor. You'd be a great anchor man. A hundred percent. Okay, so Hatton Week celebrates today. Happy birthday, uh, Ashley Smith of Jonesboro. Happy birthday, Josh Roller is celebrating today. Brian Kemp of Jonesboro. Teresa Brewer of Harrisburg. Lisa Williams, happy birthday. Misty Clark of Truman is celebrating. Heather Dempsey of Paragould. Jerry Edison of Jonesboro. And Viviana De La Garza of Paragould celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... 
Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Emily Van Camp is 35. That's Nicolette on The Resident and Sharon Carter in the MCU. Claire Bowen is 37. That's Scarlett O'Connor in Nashville. I actually saw her at St. Jude. She was, if I'm thinking of the right thing, I believe she was a cancer survivor. So, Yeah. Um, Rami Malek. Did I say that correctly? Okay. Rami Malek is 40. That was Freddie Mercury in the Queen movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. Remy Malik celebrating his birthday today. Jason Biggs is 43. Of course, that was Jim in the American Pie movie. Yeah, what's he most known for in that movie? What's the movie called? American Pie. Okay. Um, let's see. Kim Fields. <laughs> Is 52 today. Of course, that was Tootie and the Facts of Life. Yeah, you know we have to. You take the good, you take the bad, you take the both, and then you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life. Guess what? All about you. It takes a lot to get on right. We all learn How many times do you think we've played this song in the past six years? <laughs> a bunch. Because I love it. I loved the show when I was young. And then yeah. they did the deal like whenever Al Bundy was watching TV <laughs> and like it'd come across a bad show. It was always that theme song that would come on. <laughs> And I thought that was funny, too. Anyway, Kim Fields, who is Tootie on the Facts of Life, turning, uh, turning 52 today. Tootie is also the nickname of Kelly from high school. Okay, that's not true. Tony Hawk is 53 today, one of the greatest skateboarders in history. Scotty Schwartz is 53. That's the kid that got his tongue stuck to the pole in A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie. Stephen Baldwin is 55. Haley Baldwin Bieber's dad. Mm-hmm. Billy Squire is 71. Yeah. Hey, hang on. Can we do some uh, Billy Squire real quick? Yeah. See if you know this one. Wrestling fans, it's the Fabs. Billy Squire, he's turning 71 today. Steve Winwood is 73 today. Yes. That's a good one, too. All right. Steve Winwood, 73. And then happy birthday today to Kix Brooks of Brooks and Dunn, who is 66. I saw the light. I've been baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. Man, we could do some Brooks and Dunn today. Can I do one of my favorites? I don't know if you know this one. You looked at me and smiled. It's slow, but it's so good. 
song's called Believe. It's where I drank my first beer. It's where I found Jesus. Where I wrecked my first car. I tore it all to pieces. Kix Brooks is celebrating today. Where you look, where you laugh, where you love with all you have. There ain't nothing about you. And don't do something for me. It's good stuff, man. She's out to find out how she'll do without him. Her hands are shaking, her heart's pounding by the way she's drinking. His memory is drowning. She's not the cheating kind. She's been cheated one too many times. Kicks Brooks. 66 I spend most every night beneath the light of a neon moon kicks 66 hey, he'll told us to go come on baby let's go let's go Happy birthday to my good friend, Kix Brooks of Brooks and Dunn, who turns 66 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Yep, this is Arkansas's morning show. Thanks for letting us be a part of your morning. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Brandon, you're going to love this. Did you know if you pay $3 for a coffee, that's a 2,900% price markup on what it would cost you to make it at home, which would be 10 cents. Text my (laughs) wife. I got three words for you. Text my wife. Nope. And did you know, according to J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter was uh, born in 1980. That means the Harry Potter books were set in the early and mid-90s. Okay. And did you know, the person who invented the stethoscope was a guy named Rene Laniak. And he came up with it because he didn't feel comfortable putting his ear directly on women's chests. Oh, he's an idiot. <laughs> you would have never come up with that vision. No, throw it away, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, there's no need for that. And if you didn't know, now you know. What? Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you frequently travel over to Memphis, just a heads up, your travel situation is going to look a little bit different mm-hmm. over the course of, we don't even know how long, but the main bridge, the one that passes the Bass Pro Shops in St. Jude, that bridge is shut down right now. Yeah, because there's some type of crack in the infrastructure or whatever. Yeah, so they were doing it like they're, I guess they go through and they, they do routine Inspect, maintenance yeah. and inspections on the bridges to make sure they're still safe to travel over. And some type of a crack was in there that they thought would could possibly potentially compromise the bridge. So when you think about this, because I saw the headline, I'm like, there's no way the bridge is closed down. We have no idea how long it is mm-hmm. going to be closed down. But now all of the traffic, either going into Memphis from Arkansas or back from Memphis to Arkansas, has to go over the old bridge. And if you don't know, there's two bridges. One's called the old and the new. And yeah. the new one is not really new. That's 25, 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. But it's the new bridge. Yeah. It's the newer of the two. Mm-hmm. And that second bridge, because a lot of times if you go to the airport, that's the way, you know, you go over the old bridge. To me, it just feels more old timey and it doesn't feel quite as 
roomy. I don't know. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. But just imagine all of the traffic now having to filter over that one bridge. Makes me feel sorry for like the truckers and the people that have to go back and forth, back and forth if they're working. Yeah. Or like, let's say we took a job in Memphis and we had to commute. Right. And all of a sudden you're stuck in that traffic, which there's no telling how far that's going to be backed up Mm -hmm. or how long. But we'll keep you up to date on the status of the, quote, new bridge in Memphis as we learn more. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we go. It is Wednesday morning, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, some breaking news this morning in the world of country relating to residencies in Las Vegas. So it's now official. A number of music's biggest superstars are going to be doing residencies at the theater at Resorts World, which is a new venue on the Las Vegas Strip. So who's going to be there performing? Well, in country music, we're talking Carrie Underwood headed to Vegas for her first residency. So Carrie is going to do a residency there that kicks off on December the 1st. Also from country, going to Vegas, Luke Bryan. You got your hands up, you're rocking in my truck. You got the radio on, you're singing every So Luke's residency is going to be in February of next year, if you're a fan of Luke Bryan. And another pop star who has signed one is Katy Perry. Baby, you're a fan. You're She's in December. So, again, it's the theater at Resorts World. We've seen some of the imagery that they've put mm-hmm. out for Resort, uh, Resorts World, and it looks ridiculous yeah, right there on the Vegas Strip. But that news is out this morning. So the Today Show announced its 2021 City Music Series lineup for this summer. You know, they always have those concert yeah. series. And country music is going to be well represented. Uh, performing May 21st, the very first one, Blake Shelton. You can make a six-pack on the carpet. It's like a million-dollar bill. Zach Brown Band. And a little bit of chicken fried. Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. And the radio. All right, the Zach Brown Band's going to be playing. Who else? Also performing, Little Big Town. The wine, the beer, the whiskey. So far, yeah. Also, we're going to have the Zach Brown Band. All right, Zach Brown 2. And a little bit of chicken fried. Cold beer on a Friday night. They're playing twice this year? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, the other one was Little Big Town. <laughs> and then? <laughs> the Zach Brown Band. And then? <laughs> Dan and Shay. There's a couple billion people in the world. And a million other places we could be. Today show country music will be well represented. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the morning.
All right, good morning, y'all. Good morning, Arkansas. This is the K-Fine Breakfast Club today, which, as always, is powered by our friends and families in counseling services. We have our buddy Danny Kapalis on the phone with us this morning from the city of Jonesboro Parks and Recreation. Danny, good morning, man. How you feeling? I'm feeling well, other than the fact it's uh, 55 outside and feels like it's uh, early spring, not close to summer. I know, man. So it's kind of wild. The temperature shifted just a little bit. I saw Danny a couple weeks ago, Kelly. Uh, he came out to meet the king, to see oh, the king, yeah. Jerry Lawler. And Danny got his photo taken with mm-hmm. the king. That was a good event, man. It was. It was. I was really, really happy with what y'all did there. So it was a wonderful event. Saw a lot of people from all over uh, Northeast Arkansas, Southeast Missouri, people from Tennessee. It was really, really cool to see people come into Jonesboro and enjoy that event. Hopefully, we can do some more things like that. You know, the Earl Bell, there's such a history there. Um, and it was, well, I don't know if you heard it yesterday, but, you know, we, Lawler comes in and he's like, we should do that event at the Earl Bell Community Center because it's kind of known for wrestling. And we were on the phone with Jeff Jarrett just yesterday, and he was talking about, yeah, so back then, you know, we'd come to Jonesboro at the Earl Bell. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that, that building, which you guys operate and see every single day to wrestling people means a whole lot. It does. It does. And, and I think that we need to continue to try to utilize that facility for, for activities like that because it does. It holds some uh, historical memories for even folks just here here in Jonesboro that, that remember going there as kids. So yep. I think that if having activities like that just bring back those uh, nostalgia moments. You think if we did a wrestling show and had Kelly have her first match, that would do well? <laughs> Oh, I think it'd be great. I, I'm sure she's been training for it, and she's ready. Yeah, um, I do. I train a lot for wrestling. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that, sure she does. Hey, we thought we'd get you on today because, you know, my wife was kind of mentioning that summer is right around the corner, and it doesn't even seem real that it's coming up this fast. But I know with Parks and Recreation, you guys always try to have things going on during the summer that allows the families to get out and do stuff together as a unit. Absolutely, and and it is. It's right around the corner. Uh, we normally open our pool center uh, Memorial Weekend, and that's two weeks away. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully the temperature will be moving in the right direction for that. Uh, with this summer, our plans with the pool is is normal operations during the day, but we're looking at adding a few nights of uh, night swim. So you know what we want people to do is, is basically go to the uh, city website, just keep watch on what we're doing. We're going to keep adding activities, making some adjustments. Uh, we plan on even having some uh, what we uh, basically we call movie in the park, but we do that at the pool where you could be swimming and and be able to watch the movie while you're out there swimming. Man, so it's just adding some fun activities at that pool, uh, just so people can get out day in in the evening and enjoy it. You know, one of the things I loved when I was younger uh, was going to the pool. Right, not everybody has access to a pool, and that pool there is, I mean, I don't know how many gallons of water it holds, but it's a big pool. It is. It is. We can, you know, we can actually hold uh, about 250 folks uh, in that pool. So capacity is actually a good size capacity. Mm-hmm. That that pool is, uh, you know, it's still a very, very good pool for people to utilize. A uh, very safe pool. We have, uh, you know, we keep quite a few lifeguards on on staff. Uh, so we're very, very well trained and, and proud of the staff that I have there involved. So just a couple weeks away from the pool opening. That's crazy to me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and then also on the flip side, we have the splash pads and we've got three of those around town. Those will be open in the same weekend. So there'll be activity, uh, you know, over at Parker Park, Allen Park and Craighead Forest. So those are locations that are, are easily accessible by the community just to get out and cool off in the middle of a hot day. So those will be open the same weekend. 
And then uh, right around the corner, we've got uh, what would be our summer 3v3 soccer. Uh, so anybody that's looking for a summer activity that that's a lot of fun, uh, it's a, it's good for beginners. It's good for uh, experience. It's it's great for everybody to intermingle and and just kind of have fun and learn the game of soccer. Uh, we've got registration there at our website also, which is jonesboro.org. So what are the ages on the 3v3 soccer? Uh, we basically will take, I believe we start age 8, I believe, and uh, go up to at least 18. Uh, there's some conversation about looking at an adult league, so we're, we're, we're in talks about it. So the more... Uh, uh, more folks that want to call in and uh, ask us about it, the more apt we'll be about adding an adult league. Man, I'm telling you, when you go and you watch a soccer game, the the sheer amount of running and the shape you have to be in to play soccer, mm-hmm. like it blows my mind that those uh, those periods are so long and they're able to go so hard like mm-hmm. that for so long. Absolutely, absolutely. Soccer is such a good sport. Uh, even if you're if you're playing other sports, soccer is a good sport just to, uh, you know, just for your footwork, get you quicker and get you, get you better in shape for those activities. Well, it seems like over the last number of years, soccer is kind of starting to pick up in the U.S. It's bigger in other countries, and now it seems like, you know, more people in the United States are talking about soccer, and it's kind of on the upswing, right? It really is, but, you know, if you think about it in Jonesboro, it actually is our largest sport. Uh, we have more kids playing soccer than we do any other sport that we have in Jonesboro. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Yeah, we have uh, roughly 2,000 children playing soccer in Jonesboro. So if people are looking for activities, I know a lot of times, you know, we want to keep our kids active. We want to get them out, be outdoors, go play, get off games, all that kind of stuff. And there's so many different things you all offer with Jonesboro Parks and Rec. Uh, Can they just go to the website, the, the city website, and find all of the stuff that they can do? That is, that's the easiest place to go, jonesgirl.org. And there's a uh, a tab that says uh, Youth Sports. Click on it, and it'll tell you what's registering at that moment. If you ever have any questions, our email address is right there. You can email myself or any of my coordinators, and we'll be happy to answer any questions that people have. All right, Danny Capalis, his assistant at uh, Jonesboro Parks and Rec, is Leslie Nope. So if you want to uh, (laughs) call out there and talk to Leslie Nope, you can do that as well. (laughs) <laughs> right do you watch parks yes, and rec i, I do is I, it, I do watch a little bit not as much as uh people would think but uh it is completely different than what our real world okay is. That's, <laughs> that's what i was gonna ask you <laughs> hey man have a great day hey thank y'all so much i appreciate yeah, it you too danny capalis jonesboro parks and recreation breaking kelly's heart telling us that the <laughs> real life parks and rec is different than the tv show <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. We do it every Wednesday morning. It's all powered by our friends at Families Inc. Counseling Services. All right, so we have Jordan Griffin on this morning from the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas. Jordan, good morning. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? Hey, we're good. We're coffeeed up and we're kind of ready to go this morning. Are you coffeeed up and ready to go? Absolutely. All right, so are you, uh, what, what kind of coffee do you drink? Um, normally black, sometimes a little cream, but I switch it up sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Me too. This morning, black coffee. Do you eat breakfast or not? Uh, normally oatmeal and banana, but again, just depends on the day. So let me give you my last three days of breakfast. Okay. You tell me if this is a win or a fail. So on Monday I had chicken and rice with barbecue sauce. Oh. Is that good? A little strange for breakfast, but I'll take it. This not is just a- breakfast. This is five o'clock in the morning. No, this is four, four o'clock, o'clock in the morning. morning. Yeah. 
Okay, so then yesterday's meal was spicy taco meat with rice and guacamole salsa for breakfast again, four o'clock. This morning it was garbanzo beans and kale with lemon juice. Wow. Um, I mean, so it's pretty good. It's almost like a second dinner to me, but you know, whatever Ooh. floats your boat. Hmm. I like the idea of me calling my breakfast my second dinner. Wow. <laughs> I like that. So I'm going to use it. <laughs> Uh, So, Jordan, here's the thing. Uh, I know that with the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas, we kind of referenced this a few minutes ago. We've seen a lot of people in need across Northeast Arkansas based on, I mean, normally there's people in need, but then the pandemic kind of ramped it up. And you guys have seen a whole bunch of people who are are needing some food that have some food insecurities across Northeast Arkansas. Yes, absolutely. With this past year with COVID, um, it's definitely been a big increase this year, um, but we're doing good and um, just want to keep the momentum going. So food stock 2021 is coming up one week from Saturday. It's going to be May the 22nd at Shop Local Park, Gamble Home, all that area. Uh, tell me about this event and kind of the vision and what's going to be happening out there at food stock. Yeah, absolutely. So Congressman Rick Crawford came to us and wanted to raise funds for hunger relief in Northeast Arkansas. So him and his band, the Triple Nickel, are teaming up with the food bank to raise funds for our area. This is our second annual food stock event. Last year, it was um, online only due to COVID. Mm-hmm. So this will be our first year hosting it in person. It'll be from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. It'll be outdoors, socially distanced event. It'll be a family-friendly event. You can come enjoy some local music. We'll have children's bounce house, free food, and more. Admission is free, um, but donations are suggested. All proceeds will benefit the food bank here in Northeast Arkansas. To donate, you can text Foodstock to 44321, and we're just really excited. No, that sounds like a fun deal because I had the chance to talk uh, to Congressman Crawford a couple of weeks ago. I was getting gas for my lawnmower, and we happened to be at the gas station at the same time. And, you know, we were talking about kind of his his life as a congressman, what it was like to be in Washington, D.C., right near the Capitol when all the craziness was going on. And then he was talking about his love for playing music, and that is a passion that he's never given up after all these years. He still loves to to go back and play, and when he can give back to the community for an event like this, I think it's really cool that we get to have him, and of course his family will be there, I would assume, as well at Foodstock. So if people want more information yeah. on the food bank, is there a spot they can get more information? Yeah, so it's um, foodbankofnea.org um, to learn more about what we do. Um, we're also, we just started our volunteer program back up and running. So if you want to come out and learn more about what we do, we do tours um, here at our warehouse location. So we'd love to have any groups or individuals that would like to come see what we do. So many people take it for granted that we can just go to the pantry and get food, go to the refrigerator and get food, or go out to eat or whatever. Unfortunately, uh, for some people, there are food insecurities. And you might think that doesn't happen here, but it does. And we see it every single day. And that's why the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas is there. It's there to help the community, people in their times of need. Nobody ever has the dream that one day they're going to be in need. Nobody thinks when they're young, hey, one day I'm going to want to get food from the food bank. But when it happens, the food bank is there to help. And and we really appreciate uh, the work that you and your team do at the food bank, Jordan. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We um, are happy to help. And I think 2020 has shown us um, that sometimes people don't know when you know their next meal is coming from. and. Yeah. Um, Again, we're just happy to help and glad to do what we do. Again, it's the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas and Food Stock 2021. It's happening one week from Saturday, May the 22nd at Shop Local Park. It's going to be 630 until 830. And again, you can find out more if you go to foodbankofnea.org. And Jordan, we appreciate you uh, talking to us this morning. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right. Have a great day. Bye-bye.
It's the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And on Wednesdays, we do the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Counseling Services. And we have a guest on, and, and we've kind of done a little preview chat with her just for a second. The only preview question was, wait a minute, am I going to say your name right or wrong? Because uh-huh. I'll tell you, initially I was going to say it wrong. First of all, we'll just say, Anna Page, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me this morning. All right. So can I try your last name and you can tell me if I get it right? Yes, go ahead and try. And if I get it wrong, you can tell me. You don't have to try to be nice to me just because we're on the air, okay? Okay, that sounds good. All right. So here representing the NEA Baptist Center for Good Grief is Anna Page Umhafer. That is perfect. Great job. (laughs) Just so you know, it's not spelled anything like that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's a very German, very German last name. Yeah. So how often do people get that wrong? Um, pretty much 98% of the time, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. So uh, let's talk about the NEA Baptist Center for Good Grief. Obviously, we're big supporters of NEA Baptist and the Charitable Foundation and just the work that mm-hmm. happens there because it's all about really getting back to the community and helping. Uh, and right. when, when we first heard about this Tuga project a number of years ago and we saw Tuga, we were like, Oh, man, this is something that that especially young people can really use. And uh, for people who don't know about Tuga, let's talk about that. Yeah, well, I'm glad you asked. So Tuga is the stuffed animal, or we also call the grief friend, that we give to every child who comes to our grief center for free grief counseling services. And so we, we give them that grief friend just so they can feel supported. They can feel less alone as they journey through their grief. Um, and, and some of them, um, end up sleeping with it at night. Some of them squeeze it real tight when they're feeling sad. So it's really just a a friend for them while they grieve. You know, what's wild is in just talking about grief and I I guess everybody grieves a little bit differently. And my son is Mm -hmm. 11, right? And, you know, we've gone through quite a bit of stuff over the last uh, year with COVID and family things. And this is the first time I've ever really seen like him start to process, you know, like loss and, and, you know, what that Mm -hmm. means and people that he see, he would see all the time who are no longer here and, um, you know, I think grief counseling, you never know when it's going to hit, what's going to cause it to hit. Mm-hmm. But the idea that you guys are there to help kids, a lot of times we think it's, hey, it's adults who need counseling, but sometimes it's the young people too, right? Right. Oh, that's so true. You know, we we serve clients starting from age four. So that's really the time where we can start engaging and, and we even do things like play therapy um, and a lot of creative expression with their grief. And then we serve clients all the way up. We've had um, clients around 91 to 92 years old. So really grief, we know, is a human experience across the board for all ages. And so we want to be here to support anyone of any age who is grieving the death of a loved one, especially after this year, like you said, with the loss during COVID. And I think we are just all very acutely aware of grief this year. So we want to be here to support anyone who has experienced a loss this year, or if it's been several years, we know that grief does not have an expiration date, so you can reach out at any time. So I know you you mentioned support. There's great support for the Tuga Project. Uh, And this whole thing was kind of this idea that Chris and Kim Fowler were like, hey, I want to pour into this and I want to help people Mm -hmm. out. And and they continue to, to go out of their way to help support this project. Oh, absolutely. So we are so thankful for Kim and Chris. They are the um, spearheads of this project. They helped us start it three years ago. And really, Tuga's project is um, a way for us to raise funds for our grief center because it is 
um, free for any client who comes here for counseling. It is completely free. And so because of that, we rely on generous donations from, um, you know, donors throughout the community and also grants and fundraisers. And so Two Goods Project is one of those fundraisers that we do. And we partner with businesses throughout the community, including the KFC Taco Bell locations that Kim and Chris um, work with. And, and, but it goes beyond that as well to other um, businesses in the community, which we're so thankful for. So they really just ask their customers for donations for the Grief Center throughout the entire month of May. Mm-hmm. And, and some businesses also just do a one day event where they'll donate a certain percentage of proceeds to the Grief Center. And we're so, so thankful for those businesses who partnered with us this year. So if people want to, let's, let's go number one, if there's somebody who yeah. is suffering from grief and, and they want somebody mm-hmm. to talk to, and, and again, they just heard, hey, wait, this counseling is going to be free. Uh, how can right. people get connected with uh, the NEA Baptist Center for Good Grief? Yes. So all you have to do is call our phone number. So we, um, you do not have to have a referral to be seen here. I think that's a, a big question a lot of people ask is, does the doctor have to refer me? And we say, no, all you do is if you are an adult over the age of 18, you will call for yourself. If you're an adult who has a child who is grieving, then you, um, as the parent or guardian can call for that child. And, um, I'd love to give out our number right now. It is 870 870- Nine three six seven seven one nine, and um, when you call, you'll talk to Rhonda, who um, you know is our bereavement coordinator, and she will help guide you in the next steps of getting set up with an appointment. So it's very easy. And and we mentioned the Fowler family and how they contribute, uh, how they contribute. But if there mm-hmm. is another business who is looking for something to donate to, and it hits them when they hear about Tuga's project, and they hear that you're working with people of all ages on overcoming grief. Um, how can, how can, how can people who might want to be a corporate sponsor or who want to make donations get to you? Yeah. So uh, if, if you are interested in making donations to the center, um, you can give us a call at that number, 870-936-7719. We'd love to talk with you about that. Um, we also have our charitable foundation website. Um, it's the NEA Baptist Charitable Foundation, and you can actually make a direct donation to the Grief Center from that website. And so we've had businesses and individuals who have donated to the center from that website um, in the past, and we are always so thankful for any donation from any business. All right. Again, it's the NEA Baptist Center for Good Grief and Tuga's Project, which is uh, going on right now. They're going to raise money all throughout the month of May. <clears throat> and Anna Page, Um Hafer joins us this morning live. Yes. Have a great Thank morning. Thank you so much. Right, Thank you. It's the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And on Wednesday mornings, we do the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. And we have Robert Montefort on with us this morning, representing the Knights of Columbus. Robert, how are you this morning? I'm good, Brandon. How are you? Hey, we're pretty good in here. What's your morning look like so far? Well, we're a... I'm kind of playing that by ear right now. We've got some sick kids, so. Oh, man. Not good, right? No, no, but it's part of life, so. It is. Uh, tell me about the Knights of Columbus. I was reading that you guys have a fish fry coming up on Friday. And, and for people who want to know more about the Knights of Columbus and what the Knights of Columbus do, uh, give us kind of a, a general background on the organization. So the Knights of Columbus is a Catholic fraternity. So it's an opportunity for men in the Catholic faith to come together and really be a strong arm for charity with the local church. So 
for Blessed Sacrament Catholic Church, we we help the local community and try to be the manpower behind its charitable mission. Right. So so coming up on Friday as we do this uh, fish fry, and it's going to be beautiful weather as we head into the weekend, which is going to be awesome. I was reading that the proceeds go to the general fund. So what is a general fund for the Knights of Columbus? So we have events that we do throughout the year for various organizations. You know, we help the school, we help the church, we help options and all of these uh, local arms of the community that we try to support. And there are needs that come up during the holiday season that we don't necessarily have the manpower for due to family obligations with Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm -hmm. So these, these general fund events that we we hold throughout the year allow us to still be able to fulfill that charitable need and to help the local community on more of a financial side right. when we can't when we do not necessarily have the manpower to do something else so from your experiences and dealing with uh, the charities that you would contribute to you know we t- we talk a lot to people who say hey the pandemic has really changed the needs of people in Northeast Arkansas. There are more people who need than ever before. And uh, are you guys seeing that too with the Knights of Columbus, more people coming to you guys looking for support? Um, we do. We, we see need, you know, across our County every day and we do all that we can to the best of our abilities to try to help, yep. to help those in need. So tell me about this fish fry that's going to be happening on Friday. Uh, when is it? Where is it? And, how much fish can we eat? So the fish fry is at 1105 East Highland Drive. It is the Knights of Columbus building behind the Blessed Sacrament Catholic School. Yep. The plates are $10 a piece. It's, you'll get two fish, fries, and hush puppies. And if you decide to stay and hang out, then I'm, uh, you can have as many fries and hush puppies as you want. <laughs> We're going to cook fish until we run out. That's awesome. So that's coming up on Friday night. What time does that all get started? Uh, we're opening the doors at 5.30, and we'll either close them when we run out of fish or probably around 7.30, 8 o'clock. Awesome. So if people want to find out more about the Knights of Columbus and the fish fry that's happening, is there a spot online they can go to find out more and, and maybe figure out how they can contribute? Um, the best way to do that is through Facebook. The Blessed Sacrament Catholic Church posts a lot of our events and has all of the contact information in there. All right. So again, it's happening Friday night. If you're looking for a great fish dinner for a great cause, it's the Knights of Columbus Fish Fry at the Knights of Columbus Hall on Highland uh, Friday at 530 and going until the fish runs out. Robert, we appreciate your time this morning, man. Hey, we we appreciate you having us on. Thank you. All right. Have a great morning. Hey, you too. Bye. It's the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. The K-Fine Breakfast Club is powered by Families, Inc. Counseling Services. And y'all, right now, it's Wet Nose Wednesday with the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend and the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the morning radio program. Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care. Find out more at Vet Care Jonesboro on Facebook or vet-care.com. Dr. Reed, what is happening next door, man? Oh, man, we're getting our day started off. We've had some drop-offs and getting some baths going today. And, you know, it's it's time for keeping your pet clean, getting them prepared for the spring and summer. You know, one of the things that's really difficult, if you and like we have multiple pets, trying to groom your own pet, because Leslie does that with the, the Cavalier dogs, that is so difficult mm-hmm. to do. It is. It really is. 
And, uh, you know, and long, longer-haired dogs like the Cavaliers, you know, it takes them longer to dry. It takes them a little longer to get them, get them lathered up and rinsed off. And so, yeah, it's a chore. So in a situation, let me just ask you this, like a situation where a dog is, is a larger dog, right, and they need to come in for their exam or whatever, but let's say they're not super social. How do you handle a situation like that? Um, you know, a lot of times we can, you know, if we can put a muzzle on them, if they're just a little nervous and, you know, we just want to pr- protect the employees from getting bitten, we can put a muzzle on them. Um, more extreme cases, you know, a lot of times we'll just uh, give them a little sedative and uh, there's some excellent sedatives out, some of them that are reversible uh, that you can, you know, get your procedure done and then reverse them. But it takes a lot of stress off the, you know, off the pet, you know, if they're terrified of getting getting a bath or getting their nails trimmed. And, and there are a lot of pets that, you know, we have to do that for. That's wild. So, yeah, because I can see, like, the whole the idea of trying to trim your pet's nails because we bought those things in the past, right, where you can buy the little clicker thing. But, man, if you don't know what you're doing, that can be a disaster. Yeah, I get <laughs> I get about one call a month where somebody has trimmed their pet's nail too too short. And, you know, the, one person said, my kitchen looks like I've slaughtered a pig in here. Oh. Because, you know, it's, it's um, you know, those the, the, the artery, the little artery in the cuticle, if you get that, it, it bleeds. And it bleeds a lot. And, of course, they're walking around and they're making bloody paw prints everywhere. And, you know, uh, a, a little blood looks like a lot of blood when it's smeared everywhere. Yeah. So, so it's, uh, it's, yeah, we get I get a call like that once at least once a month. But it's much easier for people to bring the animals to you because you have trained professionals who do that <laughs> as opposed to us being amateurs just trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, yeah, and I'm not going to say I've never cut a dog's nail too short, but you know, I have some styptic powder that I can put on there and it'll pretty much immediately stop the little bleeding, so um anyway, it it works. So you were mentioning uh, before we got to come on live, you were talking about really making sure that, uh, you know, essentially disaster preparedness for our pets. What does you were refer, uh, referencing that? What does that mean from from your perspective? Well, actually, one day last week, I don't remember the exact day, was actually National Disaster National Pet Disaster Preparedness Day. Okay. You know, there's a day for everything, but yep. and it is important because you know I'm sure everybody has some some disaster plans for their family, and of course our pets need to be included in that because in most cases they are our family. And you know, just last Sunday, you know, here we have um, chances. I talked about two or three days before of possible tornado warnings, and you know, unfortunately, you can kind of prepare two or three days in advance or be aware of it, but. Um, you know, your tornado warning, if it comes to this county, you may have a 30 to 45 minute notice when they issue the warning. And, you know, there's a lot of things that people do if they know that most of the time, it's kind of a, you know, almost a controlled panic. But uh, if you don't have things ready for your pets, you know, if, if a tornado did come and destroy your home or flash flooding, like happened up in North central Arkansas a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, we're in an earthquake zone. Fortunately, we hadn't had to experience that, but, you know, that would be a, a catastrophe. And um, if, you know, you need to have have a kit, I have a little, what I used to call or call a bug out bag, a little backpack with some, you know, flashlights and a, a long burning candle, a, a life straw to purify water to drink. Um, and, and, you know, I do have some things for the pets, too. And there's an excellent place. Well, Kelly told me her bug out bag. I think she said it had lip gloss, mascara, and makeup in it. And you know, know it. that's important too. No. <laughs> oh yeah, nobody would recognize her without it. Oh, 
Oh, Brandon. <laughs> they wouldn't recognize him but, without his makeup either, though. <laughs> but there's an excellent site of others' couples, cdc.gov. If you, if you type in CDC Pet Disaster Preparedness, they have a really organized pet disaster uh, checklist. And, and, you know, they break it down into documents, water, food, and medication, and other supplies. And when you think about it, it makes sense. You know, your documents should have maybe your rabies certificate for your pet, vaccinations that they've received, maybe a medical summary, any prescriptions for medications, um, an important a recent photograph for each of your pets. Uh, you know, keep these in a waterproof container, uh, maybe microchip information, and then contact information and phone numbers, addresses for families or friends or relatives. Um, the, you know, the food and water, they recommend a two-week supply of food. I would say at least a three- to seven-day, and if you could, um, you know, two weeks would be better. And then a, a two-week supply of water for each animal, you know, just a couple of uh, gallons of distilled water uh, where you can keep all this in like a Rubbermaid container. Um, you ought to have their food dishes if they eat canned food, a manual can opener, um, and then two weeks supply of any medication they're on. Uh, and then, the, the, of course, the instructions for the medications, and then a, a month's supply of your flea tick or heartworm preventive, and other supplies, leashes, collars with IDs, or harnesses. You know, an appropriate size pet carrier, because if you are displaced from your home, you don't need your dogs and your vehicle loose or your cat loose. Uh, and then that may have to serve as a temporary housing for your pet if you do have to go somewhere else to seek shelter. Wow. Um, and then any kind of little first aid kit you can have, you know, just some basic bandage material, uh, maybe some hydrogen peroxide and alcohol. And, uh, you know, it's important because. You know, we're in an area for um, for natural disasters, as a lot of people have experienced over the last 30 to 40 years. And, um, you know, there's nothing more heartbreaking than if you lose your home, but it makes it even worse if your pet is displaced or lost or, you know, gets away. Uh, we've talked about it many times, you know, make sure they're identified with a collar and, and, and an ID tag with appropriate contact numbers. Um, a, a microchip is excellent because if the collar gets lost, uh, you know, there's a way to uh, track those animals. So it's just something we need to keep on top of our mind because we're in the tornado season now. And, um, you know, we're, I'm sure we're going to have some warnings in the next couple of months. And just have it close, have it handy in a, in a closet out in your garage, just somewhere where if you do have to get out, you can throw it in your vehicle and uh, load your pets up and be on your way. You know, it's wild. I think when you go through all of that, I, I would imagine most of us aren't prepared for our pets mm -hmm. like that. No, I think not. And, and like I said, I do have a little backpack for personal things for people, but I also, um, you know, I have some, I have some, uh, my pet food, good dog and cat food. I have a gallon of distilled water right there. Um, and, and the other thing, you know, if it go through your, um, evacuation kit periodically, you know, if you've got food in there, you should rotate it. You don't want to leave medication and food in there for three years and then something happened, you know, set a, put it on your calendar for every month, you know, change out the food, put new food in, use that medication, put new medication in. And that way you sh you're ensuring yourself that you have a, you know, a good quality source of the food and medication. There you go. That's why he is the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the morning radio program. Dr. Kevin Reed, 
from Vet Care. Again, you can find out more if you search Vet Care Jonesboro on Facebook or vet-care.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families Inc. Counseling Services. Kevin Higgins joins us this morning representing the Elks Lodge, and we get to talk about food, which, Kevin, is one of my favorite subjects. Yes, sir. It's that time of year for crawfish. (laughs) How are you this morning? Doing great. Doing great. What's your morning look like so far? Uh, man, I'm having a great day today. It's, it's the first one I've had in several days. It seems like the world's gone crazy today, but today is just beautiful. It's wonderful outside the sun shining. It's going to be a great day. So how much of it is based on your own mentality when you wake up? Because I can tell you Monday, no matter how hard I try is always my worst day of the week, but it's because I'm thinking, here we go. It's Uh Monday. It's, uh, to me, it depends. I get up and go straight to the shower. If I can get the water temp on the shower just right, then it's going to be a good day. If I can't ever find it where it's too cold or too hot, then it might be a rough day for me. <laughs> so our buddy Eric Birch, he tried to talk us into uh, doing something he had he had researched at one point where he would start the morning with an ice-cold shower. Basically, the water is on. There's no heat. And he said, oh, it wakes you up. It jolts your body, blah, blah, blah. It hits your muscles, all the different stuff. And uh, I tried that one time, and Kevin, it was not good. Because <laughs> it was. I've uh, been a part of a polar plunge before, so I understand that was not very pleasant. <laughs> no, not at all. And it does, to me, it doesn't do the hey, I wake up and I feel good. It makes me uh, mad right off yes. the bat. I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the Elks Lodge because uh, I was looking at this deal you guys are doing coming up on Saturday and. Uh, you have a great meal, and again, you mentioned it's kind of crawfish season, and this meal that you guys are serving uh, is being served for a great uh, a great reason as well. Let's talk about the meal and uh, what people have the chance to eat if they come and visit on Saturday. All right. Well, we're doing crawfish and all the trimmings. It's about a three-and-a-half-pound plate of crawfish, corn, potatoes, sausage, and if you're not a crawfish eater, uh, we're going to do smoked chicken plates as well. Um the tickets are $25. It's happening there at the lodge at 2113 West Washington Avenue. Yeah. Uh, if you are tied up, just kind of stuck at home, feel free to text me uh, for to-go orders. We had several people last year. Something came up last minute. They called and said, hey, we've got six or eight tickets. Can we just roll the cooler in and get that and take it back to the house where we're stuck at? And we said, sure, we can accommodate either way. But we've got the Arkansas brothers entertaining from, we call it 6 to 10, but they played a little longer last year. (laughs) It was a great time last year. Big crowd. We had uh, 220 last year and turned people away at the door. We're limited to 275 on tickets. And uh, I counted the other day, and I think we're down to about 60-something left. So, if you've got an interest in coming, you need to, to contact me or stop by the lodge there at 2113 West Washington and pick a ticket up. So, again, it's a, a great meal and crawfish. I mean, this is a time of year you want that. But uh, you're doing this all for a great cause as well. Uh, let's run through kind of why this event started happening and kind of the mission behind what you guys are looking to accomplish. Well, the, the proceeds from this are going to fund uh, domestic violence awareness programs. Uh, they're uh, provided by the Elks Lodge. Um, last year, we started this because in December of 2019, uh, we had a member that was 
found deceased in her home as a result of domestic violence. Um, Alyssa Reynolds had a personality as big as the world and laughter that could fill the room, and we miss her terribly. And uh, we decided that we needed to try to do something to bring awareness to, to this issue because it affects everyone, no matter your ethnic background or your income level. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to do just self-defense classes. We wanted to, to promote awareness. That way, people like you and I that may not have any knowledge of it can see the signs or maybe some triggers to look for where one of our loved ones may be involved with this and we don't even know it. So we can intervene and try to stop the situation before it gets, you know, too too bad. Well, and that's what's so crazy is a lot of times those situations happen and they happen, you know, for a long amount of time and nobody knows because people are embarrassed and they're ashamed and they don't want to get families involved and relationships become more twisted. So if there's a way that we can uh, learn more about this and the awareness and the signs, I think that's great. And the idea that you guys are looking to do that essentially in honor of Alyssa, I think is, is really special. Yes. Yes. That's great. Of course, the pandemic, uh, we kind of threw this thing together in a hurry last year and we raised a pile of money from this thing last year and the pandemic didn't allow us to hold any of those informational forums or any of the classes, but we knew we needed to do something. So we made a donation last year to the women's crisis center on, on the the month where you, it's domestic violence. Awareness Month, right. and uh, we just we knew we had to do something. Again, the event that's happening to of, to raise funds is happening this coming Saturday at five o'clock at the Elks Lodge. It's crawfish, corn, potatoes, and sausage. And again, if you don't eat the crawfish, they're going to have smoked chicken. So really, you can't go wrong. Plus, the live music from the Arkansas Brothers. Uh, Kevin, if people want to get more information, I know you said there's a limited number of tickets. They can just swing by the Elks and pick them up. They can swing by the lodge again at 2113 West Washington, or they can text me at 870-759-1315. We can take care of electronic payment through Cash App, PayPal, Venmo. Uh, We can deal with cards, um, just however they want to do it. And there's also some information on our website at uh, www.jonesbroyoaks.com. There you go. Kevin Higgins joins us this morning. Hey, best of luck this weekend, man. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. You too. All right. Kevin Higgins of the Elks Lodge on Brandon Baxter in the morning and the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So you can go back and check out our show on the podcast. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, which is available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? Kids say the darndest things. The Masked Singer, Game of Talents, The Hills, New Beginnings is on MTV tonight. Tonight's schedule also includes Kung Fu, Chicago Med, Nancy Drew, SEAL Team, Chicago Fire, A Million Little Things, SWAT, and Chicago PD. All right. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.